Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Hi guys, I'm Rachel, for those of you who don't know me. Um, Kind of similar to Molly, I also grew up in a Christian home, which I'm really grateful for because um, I've always known that God is real, even deep down through periods of doubt and I've always known that, and I've always known that the story that the Bible tells and the good news that it holds is true. Um, I had quite a privileged upbringing in many many ways, um, one of which being that I didn't really experience that much hardship um, when I was younger. Um, I didn't really see the full effect of sin and the brokenness that was in the world. Um, And though I always knew God was real, uh, I didn't really think that I needed a saviour. in fact, I thought I was quite good at doing things in my own strength. I even thought I was actually quite good at being Christian. Um, thought I could pull that off pretty well. So I could learn off the memory verses in Sunday school, and I could sing in the CU band, the Christian Union band in school. Um, but I often kind of put God on the back burner, kind of like what Molly was saying, like a bit of a pick and mix faith. Um, I put him on the back burner when it didn't really suit me to be Christian, and then I'd invite him back in when it did suit me again. Um, and really, I don't think the good news of the gospel um, property gripped my heart when I was younger. Um, the past few years, I've seen and experienced a real depth to the brokenness in the world that we live in. And broadly speaking, I've kind of seen this on three levels. So from a stranger who I met on a bridge um, a year ago uh, who had planned to take his life, and thank God didn't, um, to my closest friends and walking with them through their deepest affliction and their deepest pain, Um, and spending many, many hours on a couch that saw many, many tears. Um, And then close to home, um, seeing the brokenness and experiencing the brokenness of my own family uh, with my parents' divorce and my granddad passing away. And then most recently, moving out of our family home and not actually having a new home to move to yet. Um, That one's still kind of pending. Um, So at first, after trying to navigate some of these challenges, I was quite quick to grow bitter towards God. Um, And I put up a bit of a wall um, because I couldn't really understand why he was letting all this happen. I started to doubt how good he really was um, because I always learned that he was good and that he loved us. But I started to doubt that um, because it didn't really seem to match what I was seeing with all the turmoil in the world and all the turmoil that I was facing. Um, But eventually... What changed was I told God all of this. Um, I told him all the doubts that I was having and uh, how I was feeling towards him and all the disappointments. And I stopped kind of being overly polite towards God and avoidant and started just like hashing it out with him. Um, I started being real and honest and I kind of like modeled this off. You see in the Psalms, like Molly was referencing Psalm 46, um, the Psalmists, they really lament to God and they cry out to him and they say like, how long is this going to go on for? Um, So I started doing that. Um, I started actually seeking him with all my heart, and that's what transformed my relationship with him, because I started to actually know him personally. Um, I started reading the Bible, not just as an old history book, as I had done in the past, um, but I started reading it as it is, and that's the living and active word of God, um, and God uses that to really speak to us. Um, I was also really blessed with Christian community, a lot of which is here, to be fair, um, and Christian family. And I could also hash out my doubts with them and my disappointments with them and um, quickly found that many of them had kind of experienced the same kind of sentiments. Um, and that was so, so helpful. So the more I sought and wrestled uh, with God, the more I discovered about his character. 
And though I didn't receive a direct answer for why he'd allowed all of this tragedy to happen in my life, I did discover what the answer couldn't be. Because the answer couldn't be that he isn't good or doesn't love us, because he's proved that time and time again in the Bible. And where I found the most undeniable proof of this is in the cross. Because, uh, well, also in this time, I'd start to see the reality and the gravity of my own sin, as well as the sin and brokenness of the world. Um, and the cross is where Jesus willingly went and took my place and the punishment that was coming my way so that I wouldn't have to. Uh, and all I have to do off the back of that is trust him and rest in what he's already done, and then I would be saved. And this is summarized pretty well in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. Um, and it's Jesus speaking, and he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And I'll actually just read that again. So, for God so loved the world, and that's like not just a certain group of people or a small group or the churchgoers or the Marty upright. He so loved the world and everyone in it um, that he gave his one and only son, he gave Jesus, that whoever believes in Jesus shall not perish but have eternal life. And this eternal life is just like beyond anything we could possibly comprehend and so much better than we could possibly even conceive in our minds. Um, and so despite my best efforts in my younger years, I came to realize that I didn't actually have to strive to earn my salvation uh, by being a good Christian. Um, and actually, no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't have earned that by my own merit. Um, but all I needed to do was just depend on him and rest in what he'd already done. So I had a dream around this time a couple of years ago, kind of when it was in the midst of a lot of things going on. Um, and I had a dream that I was in this house that was on fire. Um, and this house was falling apart, just being completely consumed by flames. And I was walking through it, but I felt no sense of panic and no sense of urgency. And I just had this complete peace as I was walking through it and this complete confidence that these flames weren't going to harm me and they weren't going to get me. And I was going to be completely fine, um, despite everything falling down around me. And in many ways, it feels like I've been walking through that house for the past while. And my comfort zone feels like a distant memory. And my life has never been so full of uncertainties. And yet, I've never felt so secure. I've never gone through such intense change. But the only reason I've been able to cope is because my life is built on something that doesn't change. Because the hope that Jesus offers is just unchanging and unshakable. And Jesus himself is unchanging and unshakable. Um, and we had our church weekend a couple of weeks ago, and our speaker, Johnny, said something that really stuck out to me. And he said, if Jesus really is who he says he is, and he really went to that cross, and he really died, and he really was raised from the dead, um, and he really did defeat death, then it makes absolutely no sense to respond to that half-heartedly. So uh, this is what I believe with all my heart, and this is why I'm getting baptized. And this baptism is just a fraction of that response, because... My response is my entire life lived out for God, for Jesus, um, because I've come to know that he is the only unchanging source of hope in such a shaky and unreliable world. So, thank you. <laughs>